of grace to you and peace from our God and Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Dear friends, our lessons for today are all about faith. All about the benefits of belief. And yet in our day, perhaps, we don't quite understand what that really means. What is it to have faith? How does that really empower us in our daily lives? And as I've thought about it, it is also about attitude, isn't it? A lot of people in our day and age, they talk about attitude. They talk about the benefit of having a positive attitude, having a positive outlook on your world and, and how that can bring you some benefits. And it really is just the same, isn't it? Imagine to yourself that, you know, your eyes are like a camera. And the thing you turn your camera to, that's controlled by your mind, isn't it? Now, if you have a good attitude, if you have, yes, a faith, if you have a belief that God is really there, He really loves you, He's taking care of you, you begin to turn the camera, um, your eyes, toward the things that you're looking for to support your belief, don't you? Well, let's just say that you're, you're going to a, a party. Now your experience of that party is going to be, again, controlled by what you're looking at as you participate in that event, isn't it? Now, if you show up at the party and you're having kind of a bad day, you're kind of having a bad attitude, you didn't really want to go in the first place, but your friend, you know, kind of twisted your arm. And you show up, you have a belief that this is just going to kind of be a waste of time, it's going to kind of be terrible. Then maybe the very first thing that happened was you, you couldn't really park right by the house. You had to park way down the street, right? You say, oh, see, I knew this was going to be not that great. I had to park a half a mile away. And now there I am walking, I'm walking down the asphalt, I don't really want to walk in the ditch, and oh, you know, cars are, are whizzing by, and all oh, this is terrible, right? And then I, I finally got there, and all oh, the, the food wasn't quite ready, and I was kind of hungry, and now my stomach, you know, is kind of grumbling. And then, you know, that, that person cut me off in line. Can you believe it? They stepped right in front. This is like the worst party ever. If that's your, your attitude, if that's what you're expecting to see, you will direct your eyes to find the things that are wrong with that situation, right? And as the party's continuing, oh, there were a couple of guys getting drunk behind the garage. It was unbelievable. Right? The things keep piling up. You can find them. You can direct your eyes to see all of the annoying, terrible things that are happening 
in your world. And what's worse, if we don't really have faith in God, if we don't really believe in the Holy Scriptures, we can come to determine that now I'm getting what I deserve. Because let's face it, in the back of our minds we have, you know, things that, that didn't come out quite right. We have times that perhaps we, we committed sin and we didn't quite know how to correct that. We didn't know really how to make it up to that other person. We have, you know, guilt that hangs over us. And now as I'm experiencing that guilt, as I'm beginning to perhaps consider I am rightfully cursed, and, yeah, you know, perhaps, present in some of our lives, we would say, yes, I am rightfully cursed. Things aren't working out quite right. Things aren't going my way. It's because I did that thing 30 years ago. That lingers still. And now we're can we go? If I have the attitude that I am rightfully cursed, if I have the belief system that my sin was unforgivable, and now I'm going through the party of my life, seeing the bad things that are happening, what's the point? How's it ever going to get any better? What can I possibly do to remove this curse from my life. But dear friends, that really is where belief comes in, doesn't it? For do we really believe our sins are forgiven? And do we really believe Jesus Christ himself died to pay for our sins? Or do we still kind of have that doubt in the back of our minds that says, I deserve bad things. I deserve for things to not come out right. I am getting my punishment. What do we believe? You see, the Bible does indeed say Jesus died for our sin. And the Bible does indeed say that we are forgiven. The Bible, in fact, says God is with us. Now imagine you go from that place where you believed you were getting all these bad things that you deserved and in fact, you're using the camera of your mind to kind of look around and see the bad things that were out there. Because, well, it's what you deserve, in fact, right? And so you program your mind to look for ways things are going wrong, things are bad, because you're going to get what you deserve, and that's terrible. You go from that state to the place where you actually have faith that God has forgiven you. 
And you go from that dark place to the place where you actually believe that Jesus paid the price for your sin. You go from that place of lack where you were just plodding through life, wondering what bad thing was going to happen next, to the place where now you're looking with expectancy to see how God will provide. For in fact, our scripture for today says, hey, look at the sparrows. If God provides for them, how much more will he provide for you? That changes your belief. And if your belief changes enough, you begin to use the camera, your eyes. They're being programmed by your mind that now has a new set of beliefs. And what is the end result? Okay, you go to that same party, but now, right, believing good things will happen, now beginning to look for those good things in your life, you see it from a different perspective, don't you? You see, you pulled up and you still had a park a half a mile away, but now you perhaps said to yourself, well, I needed the exercise today. Or you say to yourself, what a beautiful day for a walk. And now you, you came in, into the party and you approached it, and instead of saying, wow, where's the food? I'm hungry. You said, hey, there's some folks I can visit with while I wait. Now, instead of kind of going around the back of the, the barn to catch some people doing things maybe they ought not to be doing, instead you were trying to find people out front that you could visit with, you see. Instead of trying to be like the, the cop that busts people, Right? Instead, you were in this other place trying to enjoy yourself and, and listening to the fine music that was played at the party. And now what does that mean for us at the end of the day? It means our experience becomes completely different, doesn't it? Okay, in the first part, right, you got home from the party and you called your, your friend Chuck on the phone and you said, oh, Chuck, the party was just as bad as I thought it would be. Right? Oh, my. There was no parking. And oh, my, I had to wait for food. Oh, people were so rude. They cut me off in line. Oh, my. I don't know why I even went. Okay. Or you went to that exact same party, the exact same events were going on, and you said, hey, Frank, what a great party that was. I really enjoyed myself, right? I got to see a couple old friends I hadn't seen for a while. We had a wonderful conversation. There was really good food there. There was fine music. Oh, it was a fine day. Again, the exact same things were happening to us in our lives. But the way that we used our eyes, the way that our mind was programmed, the things that we were looking for, they were completely different. 
And dear friends, I really believe that's kind of the bottom line about what it is to have faith. And it really is the, the bedrock about what it is to have Christ with us. Because having that faith, having our Lord and Savior in our lives, having a real belief in what God's Word says is true, then produces a change within us. Now maybe it doesn't even change the, the events. Maybe it doesn't even change your life situation. Maybe it doesn't change at all the people that you have to deal with, but rather it changes you. For you see, if I'm no longer deserving of terrible things in my world because Jesus paid the price, now I can start to look for some good things that might happen. And so now in, instead of standing in the line grumbling to myself that someone cut in front of me, instead I can find other ways to occupy the extra time that I have to wait. Instead of being angry all the time, I can begin to have patience. Instead of being frustrated all the time, I can begin to find things in my world that I enjoy. Instead of looking for the negative things all the time, instead of trying to find the dark lining in the silver cloud, I can instead do the opposite, right? And that is what faith must be. Do we believe? Do you folks here today believe that Jesus died to pay for your sin? Do you here today believe Jesus Christ lifted the curse from your life? Do you really believe that you are children of God? Are you outcasts? Are, are you in darkness? Are you getting what you deserve? And you use your eyes to see the bad things because that's how it probably should be. Or are you forgiven? Are your sins washed away? That one big event in your life from even 10 or 20 or 30 years ago, does that still dominate your entire life? Or did Jesus carry it? Was it nailed to the cross with your Savior? Are you free to go on once again, getting the good things that you deserve because Jesus loves you? Where are we today, dear friends? 
And the fact of the matter is the scripture contains so many wonderful promises, doesn't it? To have all of your sin forgiven. That your sin is washed away. That when you got up this very morning, you were a child of God, a co-heir with Christ, one destined to live in heaven for eternity. And with that kind of a support and that kind of a foundation, we can get up and go forward through the challenges of our daily lives. And knowing that God has forgiven us so very much, we can begin to forgive others, can't we? And yeah, maybe at that party someone cut in front of you in the line. And yeah, maybe you noticed that and you were a little bit irritated. But because Jesus died for you, you forgave him. Just like that. And it didn't spoil your day. And you didn't think to yourself, oh, I'm just getting what I deserve again. I should just probably go to the back of the line. Maybe I should just wait for everyone else. Like usual. But rather, you were able to thank God so very much that your sins are washed away. That you have a new light in your eyes. A new spirit within you. Yes, a new attitude. But yes, today a lot of people talk about attitude, don't they? But we have something even more powerful. We have a God who loved us. Who loved us so much. He opened the way to heaven so we can come home. A God who loved us so much that he says he will take care of our every need. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. Is that our attitude? Is that where we are. May God grant us the grace to be there. Amen. And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be in your heart and mind now and always. Amen. <laughs>